never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, it come far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you. A relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, it come far and few. Remember what you What's do, good, people? This is the Relic Podcast. I'm Chad Snow. And thank you for listening. Sunday morning, episode 94. And the other day I was driving by the uh, neighborhood elementary school. Windows down and they were mowing. Big lawnmowers. Uh, shoot, I can't. Cushman? I can't remember. I used to drive them when I was doing maintenance at Wiley Park back in the day in college. Toro. All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point of it is, is that that smell of grass, that fresh cut grass, always brings me back to when I was a kid in baseball season. And growing up where I grew up in Aberdeen, that was T-ball and baseball were like the first team sports a kid is introduced to. Besides maybe soccer, but I think even T-ball comes before that. Playing T-ball like in early elementary. So needless to say, I wanted to be my favorite baseball player, who at the time was Ricky Henderson. I was going to be Ricky Henderson. The white Ricky Henderson. And when you're a little kid in my little neighborhood, I was the fastest kid. And when you're hitting off a tee, that's not that hard. So I could hit and run. And we wore green. So it all fit. Yeah, why not? This all makes sense. I'm going to be Ricky Henderson. Duh. Then you get older. You move up a couple levels. And then now you're playing baseball. And you're not hitting off a tee anymore. Unless you get four or uh, a certain number of balls. I think it was four balls. And then you got to hit off a tee. And I realized real quickly, I, I wasn't that good of a hitter. <laughs> My hitting skills didn't really match Ricky Henderson's. And in order to be Ricky Henderson, you kind of got to get on base because he was known for stealing bases and creating havoc on the, on the base pass. He could hit for power. He, he was just one of those dudes. You have to be able to hit. And I couldn't hit. So that frustrated me. So then I realized, well, maybe I have to switch. Maybe I have to change. Maybe I have to adapt. So then instead of Ricky Henderson, I still loved Ricky. I still love Ricky to this day. But I had to change my focus to Dwight Gooden, Dr. K, pitcher. I realized I can throw the ball pretty good and accurate. Maybe not the hardest, but I could be accurate. And I could place the ball wherever. My brother was a catcher, too. And I could place the ball wherever he put his glove at. So I, I was a pretty good pitcher. So I started practicing the Dwight Gooden leg kick, the wind-up. I started watching his games, studying Dwight. Because now I'm going to be the next Dwight Gooden, the white Dr. K. And I'm getting good. I'm getting my name in the paper because I always put the box scores in the Aberdeen American News. And they'd, 
do the little box scores and then highlights of the game. And if you hit home run or something, you'd maybe get your name in the highlights. So I got my name in the highlights for strikeouts. I thought that was pretty cool. So things were moving around, moving smoothly, moving right along. I'm going to be Dr. Good, Dr. K, Dwight Good. Until one day, I'd get my wind up, I'd throw the pitch, and I can't remember who actually hit the ball. So I'm not going to try to name drop. But whoever hit it, hit a line drive right back to me. And it nailed me like right in the knee. Hurt like hell. And more than that, it scared the crap out of me from that point on. I never even thought it was possible to hit the ball back to me. So you just pitch, you throw the ball, and you, you're not, not thinking. But now ever since the, after that, I would throw the ball, but I would throw it scared. I would throw it and then automatically kind of get in a defensive, reactive position of, oh, the ball's going to come back and hit me again. And you can't pitch like that. You're not, not going to be very uh, successful that way. So soon after that, uh, my dreams were shattered again of being the next Dwight Gooden. But did I give up? No. I just shifted my focus again on something else. And then I shifted my focus on basketball. Because as you get older again, you, you start to get introduced to different sports, and basketball was one of them in fifth grade, fourth grade. So I shifted and decided I was going to be the next Patrick Ewing, Akeem Olajuwon, because I was tall. And I realized I'm kind of good at basketball. I put on my knee pads, pulled my socks up, put on my sweatbands, went up to my elbows almost, and I was going to be Patrick Ewing and Akeem. Those are my two favorite players. And that went along real good. I was pretty dominant. But then I stopped growing. About what grade was that? Eighth grade, maybe? Ninth grade? I, people started catching up to me. So now I'm not playing center anymore. I'm kind of like in the back of my mind, shit. Well, I, I'm not going to be able to be Patrick Ewing now. Did I quit? No. You just had to shift focus again. Adapt. So now instead of Patrick Ewing, i got to learn how to start shooting. I may as well start learning how to shoot a little bit better for farther out range. So then I started mimicking my game after people like, you know, Michael Jordan, Xavier McDaniel, Dominique Wilkins, players that played forward and guard. And this keeps going on in life. I guess the point of all this with my little stories is that life changes. We change. And some people aren't willing to change with the situations or change with the seasons. They get stuck in there. Well, no, I'm going to do this. And they dig in, which is admirable in some cases, but you have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to pivot. You have to be willing to adapt. Or you'll just get passed by. 
pretty much that simple. And all that came to me just by driving by the playground, the school, and the grass was being mowed, and that smell of the grass brought me right back to those days playing baseball, t-ball, that fresh-cut grass. And then when I think of those things, then it reminds me of the changes and the, the ebb and flow that life brings to us. We can't control it. I couldn't control that I was going to get hit in the knee with a pitch, comebacker. I couldn't control that I wasn't that great of a hitter, so being Ricky Henderson wasn't going to be in my cards. Yeah, I could practice my hitting, but at some point, you kind of top out. You're not always going to be the best at something. And I couldn't control that I wasn't going to grow anymore. I wasn't going to be as tall as my cousin Jim. I wasn't going to be 6'10". I'm going to, be, I'm going to have to be good with being 6'2", 6'3". And adapt. And things change like that. Even in my 50s, my 40s, my 30s. Situations come about that we don't always have control over, but that we can always control how we choose to overcome, choose to adapt, choose to change, or not change. But it doesn't always work into our benefit if we're not willing to, if we're going to stay rigid. So like Bruce Lee always said, be like water. Be like water, my friend. Make it a great day. I'm out. You never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, it comes far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you.